And this ball's poked out to left center field. Fairly deep sends back Schwarber. It's over his head and off the fence in front of the visitor's bullpen. Bregman around third and coming home. He will score. On the third goes Brantley. Gurriel and RBI double. one nothing Astros. And Hayward drives this pretty deep to left field. Going back on it, Brantley looking up and that ball is gone. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. And Jason Hayward ties the score at one with his eighth home run of the year. This ball's driven deep to right by Russell. It sends back Fisher and that ball is gone. Back-to-back home runs by the Chicago Cubs and they now lead it 2-1. to Rio to Bodie and he lifts this one pretty deep to left and Brantley's going to be a spectator again. Three home runs in the four batter span for the Cubs and their lead is 3-1. to And this ball's driven toward left center field. That one is headed for the gap and that will hit off the base of the wall in front of the visitors bullpen as Stubbs first big league hit is a double in his first plate appearance. He rifles this one to right field. Pretty deep. Going back on it is the right fielder Hayward and it's gone. Alex Bregman's 11th home run of the month. And Stubbs pokes it into left field and that's a base hit. That'll tie the ball game. Garrett Stubbs two for two as a big leaguer. Swings and he pokes this one out to center field. That's a base hit. Diving out more. It glances off of him. Kicks away. Stubbs will get to third base. Astros lead four to three. RBI single by Fisher. Lifts this one to left center field. That may split the gap toward the warning track and it's down. It's a base hit. The Astros have scored two on the ringing double by Brantley. Six to three Astros. Breaking ball and that's lifted pretty deep to right. It sends back Fisher at the wall and that's gone. David Bodie's second home run of the game is a two-run shot and the Astros lead is trimmed to six to five. 1-0 and this ball's drilled deep to right center. Fisher back. This game's tied. Into the Astros' bullpen. Schwarber goes deep. That's five home runs hit by the Cubs. 6-6 game. And Bregman shoots this one out in the right center field. Going back on it is Hayward at the wall. He leaps. It's gone. Second home run for Bregman. And the Astros back on top. It's 8-6. Here's the pitch. Marizic smokes it into left field for a base hit. That'll go all the way to the wall. On an RBI double by Marisnik, the Astros lead 9-6. That is lined right at Gurriel, who makes the grab, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take the first two from the Cubs. We're joined now by Garrett Stubbs, big league debut for Stubbs tonight. Caught a win, a double, an RBI single, also scored a run. This game's easy, right? No chance. Uh, but it was an unbelievable game and so much fun to be out there with these guys. Uh, easy is is uh, definitely not the word I would use for today, but fun was was uh, definitely one I would use. Garrett, I'm not going to keep you. I know you want to get inside, so this is the last thing. I just want to warn you, you're about to get crushed indoors. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> there comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros wrap up their three-game series with the Chicago Cubs. Astros have taken the first two games of the series, including a 9-6 win yesterday. Alex Bregman, two homers, drove in three runs. Michael Brantley, two for three, including a two-run double, as the Astros have won four of their last five and have had a very good homestand so far, going 6-3 and three on this 10-game homestand. Time now for today's pitch 
pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Astros sending Wade Miley to the mound, and Miley, unlike some of the other pitchers in the Astros staff with a, a lot of strikeouts, but he's been very consistent, and lately we've seen him get deep into games on a, on a regular basis. Yeah, I was very interested in his last game where, where he went to that four-seam fastball a little bit more, something he was working on with Brent Strom in spring training, and it broke out because of the game plan he wanted to use in that particular game. And, and so now, all of a sudden, with that cut fastball that's been so good all year long on so many ground balls and everything, that to have a four-seam fastball given a different look and pitched to different game plans, uh, maybe even more of a complete pitcher now. Meanwhile, it's Kyle Hendricks on the mound for the Cubs. And Hendricks, another guy who relies a lot on command and control, and he's had a nice career with the Chicago Cubs, 3.34 ERA and 10 starts this year. Yeah, what do they call him, the professor? Yeah. Looked like he'd be uh, teaching your trig class in 11th grade year. Uh, you know, he's just very unassuming. He's a type of pitcher like a Greg Maddox that will use both sides of the plate, change speeds very well, so he can be very frustrating. You think you're right on him, and all of a sudden you're 0 for 4 looking up at the scoreboard saying, what happened? Astros 37 and 19, first in the AOS, seven and a half ahead of Oakland, while the Cubs 30 and 23, first in the National League Central, a half game ahead of the Brewers. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the Astros bullpen, particularly the part of the bullpen that works a lot in games the Astros are winning, have had a, a pretty heavy workload yeah. of late. Ryan Presley, Roberto Osuna each have pitched in four of the last five games. You'd have to figure both of them probably down today. and It becomes a day where, one, you hope your starter, Wade Miley, is able to get deep in the game even more so than you, you do other days. But also, you're probably going to need some other guys in the bullpen to step up. Yeah, I think four of them are down and four of them are available. So yeah. you have Will Harris, you have Chris Davinsky, uh, you have Fromber Valdez, and you have Brady Rogers available. That's it out of the bullpen. So uh, you're going to rely on, on somebody who can go out there and give you a lot of innings like Wade Miley has so far this season. So you're hoping for more of the same because – they're down a little bit. We also always uh, are, are obviously know that there's a lot of Knicks uh, on the offense right now. Got a lot of guys from Round Rock on the team already. But the bullpen right now, as you said, is a little, little slight. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hench on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Jack Mayfield. Made his big league debut a couple of days ago. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. That is lined right at Gurriel who makes the grab, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take the first two from the Cubs. Well, you looked at the lineup before the ball game and said, how are you going to score enough runs to beat this team, especially with John Lester pitching? But, man, did they get the job done. So many great at-bats by Astros hitters, and Bregman really turned it on. And the Astros up to down, a real team effort once again. The Astros have won two in a row against the Chicago Cubs. They got their last one today. And one thing that stuck out to me, A.J., in yesterday's ball game, fourth inning, Fisher, Scores a run. Mayfield scores a run. Stubbs 
scores a run. All three guys were in AAA just four days ago, and they, they help you win that game. Yeah, that's pretty outstanding effort and production from those guys. Um, you know, obviously excitable energy, and those guys bring um, a lot of a lot of uh, passion. They want to make an they want to make an impression. Right. They want to do things right. They want to be back in the lineup. So. Uh, different lineup to right than we anticipated with, you know, Correa down and Springer down, Altuve down, Diaz down, but um, Major League win nonetheless and, and a lot of contributions for some guys that are trying to make an impression. Major League managers are notorious for being hard on their catchers, especially when they were catchers. Uh, what was your assessment of Stubbs? Yeah, he was good. I, I didn't yell at him until the second inning. You know, he, he was he was bouncing around back there and he was so happy. I mean, he's just so much energy and he's trying to do everything right. And he took a couple pitches off where he didn't look over with a runner on first. And I'm like, hey, don't take a pitch off. And he's like, okay, okay, hang with me. And I'm like, no, I, I get it. You're barely breathing right now. He's trying to – he was just – he was locked in on the game. And um, I, I love the fact that, you know, another, another funny joke from yesterday is Stubbs got a, a double in his major league – uh, first major league at bat. Right. Mayfield had gotten a double in his first major league bat. We all went to Bregman and was like, "Hey, what took you so long back in the, <laughs> in your rookie year? It took you 30 at bats to get going." So, um, fun day for the boys, and they uh, they celebrated, uh, you know, as you would expect. You guys get a chance to call up Miles Straw today. Carlos Correa goes on the IL with the rib cage issue. Uh, what's Miles Straw? What are you hearing about Miles Straw? What are you hearing he plays a little infield now? Yeah, he's played almost half his games in the infield, which is new. We didn't see that a ton. Uh, we had a couple work days in the spring where our, our infield coach, Joe Espada, worked with him a little bit, but he's been getting a lot of reps in it at shortstop. Um, we're going to move him around a little bit and, and take a look at him. I don't know whether he's going to get a start there, but uh, bringing some versatility will really help. Bringing some right-handedness, his speed off the bench will be will be big. He's going to start in the outfield sometime in the Oakland series. I may start him in the infield in the in the Seattle series. Uh, we'll see what he looks like. But the more versatile he can become, the more rosters he can fit on. He's got the skill set to really to really help us win. So, um, you know, just another guy coming up from the minors when when he didn't expect it. Don't expect Correa, Springer, Altuve, Diaz, and Stassi to be on the DL or the IL at the same time. But these guys are coming in, as you say, providing some energy. And the, the player development with the Astros has done a good job having guys ready as big leaguers. Yeah, no question. And we, we've bragged about this depth for a long time. And, and be careful what you wish for. you got to test it out. Yeah. So we, we we like our guys. We think they can help us. They, they're, they're, they've been in big league camp with us. They're not strangers to the clubhouse. Uh, they're immediately welcomed in here, and when they produce, I think that kick starts um, something fresh and something new. Obviously, we want to get healthy, want to get our big boys back, but in the meantime, we're going to rely on a lot of these guys to play almost every day. As a manager, 500 wins now after the win yesterday. That's a big deal because, you know, I started looking at this, and it's only been 129 Major League Baseball managers ever to have more wins than you at this point. And only 24 of those have a better winning percentage. So you're starting to put yourself in some heady company. Uh, I'm not sure if you're going to catch Connie Mack, but right now it's pretty cool <laughs> to pass some cool names. Yeah, no, it, that, that's incredible. I, you know, I didn't know any of that. And, and when you put it that way, it, it puts it in great perspective. And I think sometimes as managers, we get fixated on getting to the next day, getting to the next opportunity, the next win. It is nice to reflect back. I've had incredible teams here in in Houston. Uh, players, coaches, organization. We won a lot of games in a short period of time. My time in Arizona, uh, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have this opportunity. Nobody thought of me as a manager until Josh Burns did. So um, great milestone for me for me personally, but obviously it takes the work of a, of a ton of people to get managers wins and, and hope there's 500 more. We got uh, on the computer and we were looking at the first game you managed as an Astro in 2015. 
and that was a memorable game, but I don't think a lot of people would have realized out of all the guys in your lineup today that only one in that lineup back then in to say who it is is a little shocking. Yeah, Jake Mariznick, which I've, I've already gone out to the clubhouse and let him know that of all the guys in there, the only guy I wouldn't pick to be in the lineup would be Jake Mariznick. <laughs> so I've poked fun at him, um, you know, with, with some guys with Altuve out and Springer out. Uh, the unfortunate loss of life, and Luis Valbuena was in that lineup, Jason Castro, uh, Chris Carter was in that lineup, Evan Gaddis, some fan favorites, and yeah. Colby Rasmus, who knew at the beginning of, of that time when he was going to turn into a folk hero here in Houston. So, and that was against Cleveland. Who was on that team? Yeah, Michael Brantley was on that team. So the other thing about that box score that you look at is we won 2 nothing. Dallas Keuchel started his first opening day. Yeah. Uh, Tony Sipp and Luke Gregerson closed that game out. We saw that on the, on the box score. But something else stood out to me. One was Jake Marisny got a sack fly, so he made sure and reminded me that he contributed to the win. <laughs> the second part was it says outfield assist. Michael Brantley threw out George Springer oh, no. at second base. So I go out in the clubhouse and I'm reminding these guys, hey, this is a cool first game for me as an Astros manager. And Brantley's like, yeah, George shouldn't have been running with his head down trying to stretch a single into a double. So um, who knew that that 500th win would take me into the research project, which takes me into some clubhouse banter. Well, you're on pace to catch Connie Mack. He had (laughs) 3,781 by the time you're 112, so good luck. Yeah, no, I mean, if you're still still doing interviews, I'll still be managing. (laughs) Jack Mayfield making his big league debut. His heartbeat is racing right now. Here's a 1-1. And that is drilled down the left field line. Ball is hooking, and that ball hits off the out-of-town scoreboard. On his way to third, Torinos. He'll hold there, and Jack Mayfield with a double in his first big league at bat. How about it, Super Jack? That was fantastic. Got a fastball in the inner third and turned on it with very quick hands for Mayfield. and starts his big league career off with a double. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Jack Mayfield, making his big league debut a couple of days ago. And your first plate appearance, I mean, everybody dreams about that that first plate appearance and you hit a double off the out-of-town scoreboard in, in left field first of all let's just start with that at bat what was going through your mind as you're going up there for your first at bat and then just running the bases and just thinking about that moment I mean the first at bat is huge uh, there's so many nerves running through your, your body you know so the main thing I tried to focus on was just swinging at a good pitch I mean this uh, Cole Hamels you know, it, was, it was my first at bat a rookie and a lot of times they're like these guys will chase you know uh, mm-hmm. They're anxious, different things like that. So the main thing was just finding a good pitch to hit. I mean, if I swing at strikes, and I, I believe I'm a pretty good hitter, if I can, you know, that helps me put the barrel on the ball. So uh, I found a pretty good pitch inside and was able to get enough barrel on it and hit it off the wall. So, it was, you know, it was great. What were you thinking as you, you were running the bases and then when you got to second? Honestly, honestly, I think I almost missed first base. It just happened. It happened so fast. Like I hit the ball and I knew he wasn't going to catch it. So I knew it was a hit. And I like my mind just went blank. Honestly, uh, I, I uh, almost forgot how to run the bases. I've been doing it for so long, but that's just that was a spur of the moment thing. And, you know, it's just so many years just like in the blink of an eye just all came together right there for that hit and it was just a really special moment and you know the best part was that the family was in the stands my wife and son and uh and uh winning that ball game was what made it that much more special you know because we got to celebrate in the locker room afterwards so that that was the main thing how did the guys celebrate with you did you uh get a beverage sprayed on you (laughs) absolutely they made me go in the in the laundry bin and threw me in the shower and just threw everything they could find on me so uh, I, it was 
you know, it's it's something different, but I, I couldn't be more, you know, excited to be part of that. All these guys uh, celebrating with me and taking me in like that is just amazing. I told a couple people before is that when I first got here, they all said, hey, congrats, congrats. So it made me feel at home right away and helped me relax. And I, that was a huge part in, you know, having a good first game was those guys took me in just like any other guy. And it, it really was special to me. Now, you mentioned your family, your wife, Jackie, your son, Jackson. Were you able to spot them in the stands after your hit or at any point during the game? Did you have an idea of where they were? Yeah, I had an idea. I knew they were in 122, but, uh, you know, there's so many people up there that (laughs) I kind of just saw the group of them. And, you know, I try to look up there when I can because I know they're all staring at me and, you know, they're they're here for me. And uh, the main thing is that that they were able to enjoy the special moment with me. And it, it made it that much better that that we were all able to celebrate together. Now, you're from Del Rio, Texas, right on the border with Mexico. Were you, did you follow the Astros at all? Did, were you, how, did you ever go to Houston? How, what was kind of your consciousness in that regard? Um, yeah, I followed both teams, the Rangers and the Astros, because they were both from Texas. But, uh, I mean, a crazy story is that I actually came to the Astros' last home game in 2009. So I, really? b- I believe it was against the Braves. I'm not too sure, but uh, their last home game, it might have been the last game of the season or the last home game, but uh, in 2009, so I was a senior in high school, and I came, I came to the game, and I thought it was just the, the coolest thing ever to be here, you know, uh, at Minute Maid and watching these big leaguers play the game, the same game that I was playing, but at a completely different level. And, you know, to, to be here, uh, you know, like 11 years later is... Yeah. No, not 11. Yeah, like 10, 11 years later is just, it's a surreal moment and it's almost unbelievable. But it's, you know, I give uh, I give a lot of credit to the Astros for giving me the first opportunity in 2013. You know, just taking a chance on a on a undrafted free agent and, you know, filling a spot for them in Greenville. And that's all you need is an opportunity. And, you know, I just flew away with it. I uh, just worked my way into the lineup at every level. And uh, so, yeah, I definitely cannot give enough credit to them for giving me the opportunity and I'm glad I was able to show them that that they made a right decision and you know giving me that plane ticket to Tennessee. So now didn't get drafted to the University of Oklahoma what were you following along with the draft and then how long after the draft did the Astros contact you? Yeah uh, we were actually in in Baton Rouge at LSU for our Super Regional in 2013 and you know I did follow along Uh, I knew the first two days or the first day I definitely wasn't going to get called but yeah the second day I was like you know hopefully I can just get a call you know just get a a chance Mm -hmm. opportunity and you know I didn't get one so uh after after we got beat we flew back to Oklahoma and I was there and so it was about a day or two so that wasn't too long which was great uh Mm -hmm. I got a text from our uh what do you call it, uh, director of operations guy, Ryan Gaines in at Oklahoma. And uh, he's like, hey, do you still want to play baseball? Uh, the A's and the Astros are interested. And I said, absolutely, tell anybody that I still want to play. And so uh, him and the area scout, Jim Stevenson, uh, so he's the one that, that kind of saw me, you know. So I told I told them, yes, absolutely, I want to play. And, you know, a couple of days later they were like, all right, you got a flight, like in a week, something like that. And, you know, it just took off from there. Well, certainly have taken off since then, Jack Mayfield. Uh, so glad you're in the big leagues, and thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you, Robert. One nothing. Astros lead the Cubs as we start the second inning. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, pleased to be joined by a special guest, Colby Calloway, the tournament director of the Houston Open Golf Tournament, which benefits 
the Astros Foundation. First pitch to Jason Hayward. Misses upstairs from Corbin Martin for ball one. Thanks for joining us, Colby, and, and welcome to Houston. Thank you. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. This is so exciting. Here's the 1-0 swing and a foul back. I think everybody involved in this organization is super excited that the, that the Astros are a little bit linked to, to this Houston Open because it, golf and baseball just seems synonymous. Yeah, it's surreal that it's really happening. Um, I'm still... I still get chills thinking about it that because I'm just the biggest baseball fan of all time. Is and that so right? To have the two go hand in hand and to have an organization like the Astros come and save this event, pretty special. 2-1, swing and a miss and a changeup, 2-2 two and two to Hayward of the uh, Houston Open Golf Club of Houston. It's October 7th through the 13th. During the playoffs. During, During the, the playoffs. When the Astros <laughs> are in the playoffs. Here's the 2-2. Two, two. And Hayward drives this pretty deep to left field, going back on it. Brantley looking up, and that ball is gone. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes, and Jason Hayward ties the score at one with his eighth home run of the year. Looks like a knockdown seven iron the other way for <laughs> Hayward. Hayward also picking up his 20th run batted in. So, Colby, tell us, tell us about some of the ticket plans that are going to go on with the tournament. Sure. Well, we've got several opportunities right now that we're promoting, but one of them is our, is our Corona Partnership Club. It's out off 16. A uh, lot of discounts come up. As a matter of fact, we're doing a Father's Day push. Uh, it'd be a great opportunity to grab some tickets to that. Uh, really, really neat party hole for us. First pitch strike on the inside corner now to Addison Russell. And people can push for or, or obtain single-day tickets, week-long tickets, single things like day, that? Single-day, uh, week-long, you, what you name it. We got parking opportunities out there. Uh, best way to do it, though, is to go on our website, HoustonOpenGolf.com. Okay. We got great ticket packages there to choose from. Here's a 1-1. One, one. That's bounce foul off to the right. Kind of makes sense to have all these different options because there's some people who are going to want to be there every day. There's some people who maybe just want to go for a day or two. So, so options to fit whatever person's needs or preferences are. Yeah, we've got a little bit for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want that little, a little bit up, uppity feel. Uh, this ball's driven deep to right by Russell. It sends back Fisher, and that ball is gone. Back-to-back -back home runs by the Chicago Cubs, and they now lead it two to one. As Russell homers for the second straight day, his fourth home run of the year. And both home runs have been to the opposite field. Yeah, just another pitch elevated for Russell just to kind of block it the other direction. You're not really good luck here, Colby uh, you know, Calloway. It, it, here's the deal. So <laughs> I, I grew up in St. Louis, so I do not have a lot of love for this team in, in gray. So this is really frustrating, you guys. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really flustered here. Glad we're on the same page. Unbelievable. Here's former Cardinal Daniel Descalzo standing in. As Martin will step off, and now Stubbs is going to go out to the mound to have a word with his pitcher. Kobe, i got to ask yeah. you about commitments. Now, it's yeah. really early yeah. to get guys to, to commit at this time, but Brooks Kepka has taken a uh, – uh, stance uh, he's helping along with the designs yeah. at uh, memorial park and all that right pretty awesome to have the number one player number in the world play, yeah. uh, on your side already yeah and so we can't officially announce commitments until until the event is actually announced on the fall schedule we right. know where we are we just can't commit those guys yet but brooks will be there and uh, we know that he's right. he's uh, being a big part of this this new memorial park build which is going to be fabulous uh but having a guy like that on our side early that's huge yep this ball's lifted to left and foul out of play by Descalzo. How big is it to have 
and Memorial, by the way? Uh, it's going to be unbelievable. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I get chills thinking about it. I think I think the opportunity to put this thing inside the city limits is is just mind-boggling. Um, oh, one is hit foul again. Makes makes it more accessible to more people, it's right? So much more accessible. I, I just think the whole thing. It's a great golf tournament, great location, but it's, it might not be the right location for Houston because now we can get both sides of this great city involved. Um, Ground ball right side over the back, fielded by White toward the line. He'll take it to first himself, and there is one out. Just that opportunity to, to bring you know the community together at a play at an iconic place like Memorial Park. Everybody in Houston knows Memorial Park. Right. So to to be able to transform to redo that golf course to transform that property into something uh, special moving forward and it just it really just needed a, a, a touch up and Tom Doak's doing that for us with Brooks Kepka. So a um, lot of oper lot lot of positives right now at Memorial Park for us. David Bodie stands in, and he takes a fastball upstairs. I don't think a, a lot of people realize how much money from a tournament goes back into the community and all the charities and things like that, do they? No, they don't. And I, I think that's the interesting thing about the PGA Tour. You know, we're, we're, we're about giving back, and that's what these events are built on. Um, you know, what our goal is, and it's a lofty one, but, but we want to come in, you know, at least $5 million first year, if not ten. And, and I think we have a line of sight to do that. Um, and with this community and the support that we're going to get and, and kind of rebuild. Again, this is a rebuilding project as well. You know, Astros did it several years ago. That's what we're doing with the Houston Open. 3-0 to Bodie, and he lifts this one pretty deep to left. And Brantley's going to be a spectator again. Three home runs in the four-batter span for the Cubs. And their lead is 3-1. to one. Bodie going deep for the fifth time this year. Boy, what an impressive swing by Bodie. That fastball in the inside corner. He was able to drag the hands across the body and get the barrel to it as Brent Strom, pitching coach for the Astros, is going to stride out to the mound and have a conversation. That pitch was intended to be outside, ended up inside, so that's probably the sweet spot for Bodie. So we'll have a mound meeting here as we chat with Colby Calloway, tournament director of Houston Open Golf Tournament, and you got to Houston, was it August you were named? August, August I was named Tournament Director. I got here September 1. Okay. Uh, and it is, it, I'm family still in San Antonio. Uh -huh. My oldest is a senior in high school. She's graduating uh, in a couple days. So we are we are very excited about that. I'm more excited about getting them over here so right. we can we can all be one together, which is which is really the most important thing. Colby, what we're seeing a lot around town is people wearing the, the, the gear. Yeah. The Houston yeah. Open gear. It's a great look, a great logo. Great logo. Uh, describe it for us. Uh, it it, it kind of came together in a number of different ways, but it, it, it's funny. It was a it was an interesting process. But our our good friend Jason Wooden with the marketing team here uh, and and a couple of us uh, really thought long and hard about bringing these colors together and and just that tequila sunrise. It's too hard not to not to build I mean, on that. It right? resembles the Astros it, rainbow. Yeah. It does, and it should. I mean, it, you know, as the as really the the new stewards of this event. Yeah. You know, the Astros have the roots here, and so we, we needed to rebrand this thing. Oh, one to Kyle Schwarber misses outside. Schwarber 0 for one. Activity now in the Astros bullpen as left-hander Framber Valdez just started throwing. Three to one Cubs here in the top of the second. 36 pitches for Martin. The one one. That bounces in there and off of Stubbs off to the left. It's 2 and one Let me ask you this, Colby. Yeah. Uh, before a tournament starts, there's always that pro-am tournament. Mm -hmm. 
So are the tickets available for the for the folks to get a chance to go see that too? Yeah, so Wednesday is a it's a discounted ticket too. So you can come for a much lower price than you can during the weekend. Uh-huh. Great opportunity to get out there uh, and get that just that user-friendly feeling. The guys are out there. They're signing autographs. Right. They're talking to the more to relaxed, the way yeah. more relaxed. Heck, they're in shorts now. I don't it's, know if you've seen that. They've got a new yeah. rule. They, but they're it's like going shorts. to spring training for baseball. It is. Yeah. It's ex- yeah. That's a perfect. The, the, that's a perfect description of it. Schwarber waiting for a two-two. Here it is, and that misses upstairs. It's a full count. And you know, this isn't your first tournament, as you alluded to. You were a tournament director in San Antonio before coming to Houston. How much does it help to have the support of the Astros and the Astros Foundation behind you? It's huge uh, to, to, to be able to do that. Swarber down on strikes as that is the second strikeout now for Corbin Martin, second out of the inning, and it brings up Javi Baez. Got him on a pitch inside. Yeah, it's, it's just huge. That, to have the support of the Astros and the Astros Foundation, to have the support um, and the resources that the Astros bring to the table. I, I just we're we're still trying to figure out all of the pieces to the puzzle to bring to this table. It, it's uh, there's so much talent in this organization, not only on the field but off. Ground ball right side by Baez. Kemp to his left. He's got it. Throws to Martin, who gets over to first base to cover in time to end the inning. Colby Calloway, tournament director, Houston Open Golf Tournament. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. October 7th through the 13th. Again, give us that website again. HoustonOpenGolf.com. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.